Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Blue Jackets fans, happy Saturday. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day, even on a weekend. My name is, as always, Jay Foster. I will be your host for today and also all of the days. Uh, it's a Blue Jackets game day, which is very, very exciting. Uh, and yesterday you got part one of a conversation I had with uh, Erica Ayala of Locked On Kraken, and we just had so much to talk about. I thought I would uh, bring you another bit today, just before the game. So uh, that's what we're going to do today. We've got some goaltending talk. We've got some defense talk. We've got a little bit more Max Domi talk, uh, all kinds of things. So I'll just get right into it. I guess the reason I, I really ramped up the score is because I'm going to give Columbus the benefit of the doubt to your point that maybe they really will open up offense. And if that happens, the Seattle Kraken have, uh, they have never opened the scoring in the regular season. Uh, we've come from behind numerous times, which on the one hand is great that we have that capability, but like uh, to your point about being a goaltender and not wanting to see a six, five score, like <laughs> I just don't want to always come from behind. Like, can we it's, get a lead? Yeah, like, tough. can we get the first goal? Like, can we do that? So I think it's more so that I'm putting my faith that Columbus, the eight goals weren't a complete outlier. I'm really hoping you don't score eight <laughs> uh, this weekend. No, that's going to be it. We're scoring eight goals every game this season. <laughs> <laughs> every game but i think if you do run up that score again we've been letting up about four goals um you know per game i think that we'll then have to counter so if you've got more goals in you then we're just gonna keep throwing punches until you know someone gets tko'd <laughs> which i think is is kind of a stressful way to play hockey but it also yes. shows like that kind of resiliency and and yes. um, that kind of vague mental toughness that coaches always talk about, but never really specify. You know, right. I think it's. And again, as as someone who plays uh, just beer league, but hey, hockey is hockey. You know, um, hockey as a sport, you have to be mentally resilient. If you start falling behind and you think, "Oh, we're never gonna get these goals back. We're never gonna." score more like especially once it start if it's 3-1 4-1 etc you start to really get in your head about it and obviously the kraken the kraken go down to three nothing in their first yep the first game yeah so and then they didn't they they battled back to make it 3-3 the controversial kick it was it was a kick i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go out and say that Um, i understand like in the rules of the nhl that probably should have been a goal. However, it's a stupid rule and should be rewritten because if that's not a kick, then what are we even doing here? What are um, we doing? Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, I talked, so. I ranted about it on the podcast because I was like, what I learned is that the National Hockey League cannot be trusted to define what a kick is. No. I mean, the the, the NHL struggles to define many, many things. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like... The idea that a kick has to be, you know, 
swinging your knee like a pendulum, like a like a soccer kick. Yeah, like, like a wind a, up Megan Rapino yeah. from behind your head, and then whoosh, yeah, like like, like no. that's apparently that's the only kick that the NHL can conceive of. Um, and <laughs> yeah, it just I think that was kind of a kind of a gut punch for for Seattle. You know, they 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 battled back, they tied it three three. There was what like four minutes left in the game or something, and. I think it, yeah, it just kind of riled them. But if if they can keep showing that mental resiliency, I think it'll manifest into slowly being like, well, okay, if they score one goal, we'll get it back. If yeah. they score two goals, we'll get them back. You know, it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be a coming from three nothing down every time. Um, Here's you know, last, last night, I feel like, I again, I didn't watch, but it felt like it was, okay, it was one nothing, then it was 1-1, then it was 2-1, then it was, um, you know, it felt like a much more balanced kind of scoring than, well, we're going to score all our goals, and then they're going to score all our goals. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think if it gets into a little bit of a, of a not a track meet specifically, because I don't think either of these teams are built for that kind of uh, game, but if it starts getting into a, one nothing, one one, two one, two two, three two. I don't know that Columbus will come out of that with the win. Mm. So it really depends on on how how the scoring kind of falls yeah, out, I guess, how, and how it's paced. Yeah, I think that's interesting because what I talked about on the podcast recently is that um, Dave Haxel talked a lot about wanting to be a sixty minute team. And they're not right now. <laughs> I mean, there's always at least one period where it's just like, what is happening? And I think while it wasn't as extreme to your point against Nashville, what was kind of wild is that first period, there were so many fouls. I mean, I was, it was like, you, you get a penalty, you get a, I said foul. I'm still thinking basketball penalties. So it was like, you get a penalty, you get a penalty, you go in the box, you go in the box, like just like random things too. Um, and then you heard some of the players, I think it was uh Wenberg and um, well, I know, I know Wenberg came out and oh, oh McCann and they were essentially talking about how they felt that what Seattle needs to do is, like when they get the lead or when they are able to get an equalizer that they need to keep pushing, right? That it's not this like, okay, we're content and we're in a good place and let's wait it out. And then like raw strike when the moment's right. It's like, no, like take your moments when they come. And I respected that. So I think I'll add an, a little bit of an addendum to, to this prediction. I think if we get a high scoring game and or if Columbus ends up defeating the Kraken, what my prediction is, and maybe it's more of a hope and what I personally think should happen, but um, I really hope that the Seattle Kraken take the, this result and get much closer to a 60 minute team than they are right now. Because again, I'm, I'm like, low-key frustrated right like I this is maybe like the New York fan in me but like I'm low-key frustrated because I think that this team should be playing better than they are and again I'm allowing grace for the fact that this is a brand new team but even putting that to the side I just feel like it's close but not quite there yet and so I want to see and sometimes you gotta you know get punched in the lip to to get to where you got to be which is exactly what happened with Vince Dunn he got into a fight like uh, of all the people 
Didn't think it was going to be Dunner that was going to be throwing bows out there, but it was him. He took his licks and the team rallied behind that. So literally we've seen by taking licks <laughs> and taking hits, the Seattle Kraken can awaken and release the Kraken. So maybe if they lose this game, they'll get fed up with losing and they'll get fed up with questionable defense and that will lead to better things. So take your win while you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, like the, the Blue Jackets, I think are going to miss the playoffs. So we've got to get our wins in while while we can get them, you know, while people still kind of feel sorry for us because we're not very good. <laughs> Coming up in a minute, I've got more of my conversation with Erica, but first I've got to tell you about Derek TV. Does it sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favourite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Derek TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favourites together like never before, so you can watch your favourite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. I mean, no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and here's the best bit, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com, that is D-I-R-E-C-T-V.com. Compatible device required, content varies by package. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day. I really appreciate it. And we are, as always, free and available on all podcast platforms. But yeah, to your point of the 60-minute game, that is something that the Blue Jackets, again, have fallen down on. Um, Like, Alison Lucan, who you know and love, she's she's wonderful. Um, She released a bunch of data on when the Blue Jackets score when they get scored on and last season and the season before um it kind of turned into a little bit of a, a meme over on like blue jackets twitter of hashtag second period jackets because <laughs> they had pretty good first periods pretty good third periods second period they could not score for the life of them and they allowed a bunch of goals so whatever it was they just the second period was just didn't didn't work and it it's turning into um I've liked so far in this very short season, but the preseason as well, it's turned into more of a, okay, we're going to do really good. We're going to play really well for the first period and the second period. The third period is going to fall apart a little bit. And I wonder if that's because the team is so young that a lot of them are not used to this 82 game schedule because it's Mm. a team of like, it's a team of children and Jacob Oracek. Like, <laughs> I looked it up um, and I was talking to Robin about this. I think there's only three players on the team that are older than I am. Um, and I'm not that old. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, either way, I, I think it's going to be a fun game. Um, I've got my eye on uh, Alex Wenberg to have a good game. He scored his first career hat trick against us uh, when we played them, when we played Florida last season, because that's what happens. Um, Players leave us and they score hat tricks on us. So you should probably watch out for watch out for Wenberg to have a have a good game. Now that he's figured out how to score goals, I feel like he's gonna take it out on us. Oh, all right, yeah, we'll we'll get to see that when when he is someone that has been fun to to cover. I think he's just like he's like a pleasant person to speak to. You know, like I appreciate he's, that. Yeah, he's a delight. Um, he's. <laughs> He's a really solid defensive forward. Um, he's extremely handsome. His 
Beyonce is just a wonderful person. Yep. Like, and now he's got living baby Rio. Like, and it's, now he gets it's to amazing. live in Seattle, which is such a great yeah. place. Like, he's he is truly living his like living weird the best Swedish life. fancy life dream. So love it, love it. Yeah, and you know, it's been a little bit tough to gauge what he's been able to do on the ice because he did miss some time expecting his his the birth of his son, um, but he fell right into place when he did arrive to training camp and, you know, is centering that second line there. So I, I would love to see him break out because again, we haven't really seen what he's been able to do. He hasn't been with the team the full time, but obviously already has the trust of his teammates and his coaching staff. So would love to see him really break out. And uh, he's never going to be a player that's super flashy. I don't think. And he's the, the thing in Columbus was always, well, he doesn't score. He racked up, primary assists like nobody's business uh he mm. was great on the penalty kill uh he was pretty good on the power play when the power play was working um i don't think he's ever going to be a guy that scores 30 or 40 goals but i think he's going to be an important part of the kraken's core because he is just one of those quiet players that will get the job done uh he's got pretty good underlying metrics um He's yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a big Weinberg fan. I understand why we um why we let him go, but I miss him. <laughs> so, I'm excited <laughs> well, to see him. It'll be it'll be nice, but yeah, it'll be good to see him. But you don't want to see him necessarily do that well. <laughs> no, <laughs> or maybe he can, he can, he can do he well. Can, he can do well, but it. not quite that well. Right, not quite that well, or not like hat trick well, but right, not hat trick well. Maybe a goal. Okay, but would you would you tolerate him having like a breakout game if the kraken still lose like that's the real question hmm. like how Maybe. much do you really like him <laughs> well the thing is i like i like him a lot and i'm invested in the blue jackets winning however i'm also invested in elvis Musleekins uh and his vesna quest this season um so i'm gonna have to say he can have one goal he can maybe have two but that's that's where that's I'm cutting it. him off. That's that's where we get. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to know, like, wh what were the levels of, like, appreciation? So I'm glad we got that Any away. Literally any other game, I'm all in on Wenberg. But... <laughs> and it, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know who's in goal for us on Saturday. If it's Corpusalo, like, again, I love Corpusalo, but I'm way less invested in his uh, stats than I am with uh, Muslikins. So if Corpusalo is playing, then sure, we can have that 6-5 barn burner game that the you that you want as long as the jackets win and Wenberg can score as many goals as he wants to but unfortunately mm. no one is allowed to score goals on uh, elvis musleekins this season because it'll make him sad and also it will make me sad <laughs> <laughs> fair noted uh i will write that in the rule books along with the kicking motion for the, the nhl <laughs> Important. Um, rule, rule one <laughs> right what a kick rule. Is. rule two no one's allowed <laughs> to score on elvis done i, I mean i fixed the cba we're crushing it. We're crushing it right now. But you mentioned goaltending, and I, that makes me wonder what Seattle is going to do. I'm, I'm leaning towards uh, Grubauer getting another start. I think for a few reasons. One, I do think he's the the better goaltender, the more experienced goaltender, as opposed to Chris Drieger, who played a backup role in Florida. Um, two, I have not been. If I were Philip Grubauer, I'd be like, like. I'm I'm starting this game because it's not that he's played poorly, but 
you want your 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 ace, right? I'm using a baseball term, but you you want your number one to feel good and confident. And I think there's a little bit more comfort comfort that Grubauer can develop and chemistry that Grubauer can develop with his team. And I think he's got to work through some of that. I could see Drieger though getting the starts or getting some time in net against maybe Philly and the Devils. Because I think you want to probably, we've heard at least in Seattle that they are going to be splitting time and that they'll split this the season, especially as you mentioned this in passing. But, you know, we have to also consider that this is for some folks the first time in their NHL career that they're going to be playing a full, you know, 80 plus season, uh, 80 plus game season. And that's very different. Um, and also outside of, you know, semi quasi bubble type scenarios. So that's something else that will be interesting to see and how it impacts some of the younger talent in the league. So in a minute, I've got the end of my conversation with Erica, but first I've got to tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, there's going to be even more odds, props, and contests as BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website to use your mobile device to sign up today to receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's right, 100%. That is double your initial deposit just for signing up. Make sure you use promo code NFL100 to uh, get that bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Once again, that is promo code NFL100. NFL100 for a 100% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. But that all that being said, I I think that we'll see Grubauer. I wouldn't be surprised to see Drieger before we end this uh, road trip. And the Seattle Kraken take on Vancouver in Climate Pledge Arena. Like, I'm hoping the thing is, like, actually ready. Like, I haven't gotten a lot of updates <laughs> on Climate Pledge Arena. And I'm pretty sure that's why we didn't start the season Yeah, I was going to say, home. like, why didn't, why didn't Seattle start at home? And I, I didn't want to be like, because I'm pretty sure the arena's not done yeah. yet. But that yeah. was that was kind of what, what I suspected. Yeah. But, yeah, to your to your point about um, Grubauer, is it's such a fine line with goaltending between – knowing when they need to kind of push through and right. when they need to take a step back like right. if a goal like and again i don't think Driga has uh, sorry uh excuse me i don't think grubauer has necessarily played badly to this point i think he would say that he needs to be better um right. and it's as a coach it's tough to look at that and say okay what you need is to just play through it because grubauer is a professional he's had like ups and downs in in his play um i think playing behind colorado and that powerhouse is very different to playing behind seattle but i think he can mm. get it done i think he can rise to the occasion and it is tough to know okay you need to sit for a game and right. like like refine your focus like center yourself and knowing when it's okay you need to just get out there and get a win right so, yeah, it's, it's, and, it's so tough. I wouldn't be surprised to see Grubauer um, 
again, especially because I think it's the Blue Jackets and I think it's it's important for them to, as as a group to get the win. I know that the the um the instinct with the, to play your backup against a weaker team is is there. So again, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Driga, but also if you need to like really boost your goalie's confidence, playing against a team that's predicted to end up at the bottom of the league is a pretty a pretty good way to to do it. You know, sometimes you just need to yeah. put your starter in net against Buffalo and go for it. <laughs> <laughs> just like pump pump them up, pump the tires and go for it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, stacks of pads gets a great save and then he's like, "Okay, I'm good." Like all right, Chris, you got this, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't, that's probably not realistic, but that's kind of how I feel. That's the best way I can describe what I want to see Gruby do is just get a little bit more uh, secure and confident with his game, with the, the Seattle cracking game, get a few stops, feel really good about it. And then let's get Drieger in there to do the same. Um, so I, I, I think he's, he gets the start, whether they split this game or they split the next two games on the road. I think we will see Drieger soon, but I, I think it's a little bit premature because I get the sense this is a muscle memory thing. It's not a mental, we're not that far into the season uh, for Gruby, where I think it's a, a mental lapse defensively, maybe uh, just a little bit of laziness. Got to uh, tighten up there. I don't get the sense that that's a groovy thing right now. It's maybe shaking off the rust, getting a little bit more comfortable. And so I think, yeah, give them one more start. If you take them out or they split the game, cool. And then give them a break once you hit the road to go to Philly and, and New Jersey. And then likely we'll see Grubauer in net when they open up against Vancouver. Yeah, like some goalies are just kind of historically slow starters. Like Henrik mm-hmm. Lundqvist, I mm. feel like he... He did not play very well for like the first maybe five to ten games of every season, and then obviously he would become Henrik Lundqvist. Like some goalies are slow starters, and so I wonder if if it's that again yeah. playing in front of playing behind a different system. Yep, is going to be different. Is going to be weird playing behind different players. You know, if you're used to playing behind players that you know will do one thing, I think. Sometimes yeah. it's it's weird to sort then go to a brand new team and it, the systems are different and sometimes the defense is not exactly where you think it's going to be and yes. that's where these weird goals happen these these kind yes. of um, not necessarily defensive breakdowns just it's kind of like flunky. On, on Colorado someone would have been there and on, yeah. on Seattle someone is not and that's not necessarily like an indictment on Seattle being worse than, than Colorado right. it's just a different team for Greenwell to to get used to but yeah I have no I am 100% sure the group arrow is going to bounce back and have a yeah. really good season. Yeah, I think you said it right there. That's such an important point. And honestly, I kind of think this might be good for Groovy because, you know, his MO with Colorado and just like the overall MO for Colorado is great in the regular season. And mm-hmm. then what happens postseason? Like, yeah. not not great they, they flame out in the second round yeah like so maybe making them work for it early on is not the worst thing and again yeah. it is I, I you can't overstate how much this team getting its chemistry down getting comfortable with each other is certainly going to play into the first I say the first handful of months like I'm I'm waiting on I, I'm waiting to reserve like my really hard takes until December. That being said, there's still some indicators right now. And so we'll see. Um, 
But I'm excited. I think uh, we like I'm I'm kind of low key hoping it's a really exciting offensive game um, because and maybe that's just because now I have an appetite for the Kraken having to score at least four, you know, three, four goals uh, to, to get even close to a win. But uh, I don't know, maybe maybe we'll both be wrong and it'll be a goalies duel. That could be fun, too. <laughs> but yeah, those are those are always my favorite games. Um like the 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 two one wins, I know people are like oh it's boring and but it's sometimes yeah that's the most exciting is watching the watching two goalies just absolutely duke it out with these unreal highlight saves. So love to see. Uh, it. Yeah, they they could surprise us both. It could just it could be Grubauer versus Elvis, and everyone else is just kind of there, I guess. So <laughs> I'll be yeah, it's exciting. How often do you get to play a team for the first time ever? Like, it's going to be fun. I'm saying, yeah, it's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. And I think there will be some pretty good storylines uh, coming out of this game. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I think that's kind of all, all we've got at the minute. So uh, for my wonderful listeners, if people want to, you know, catch up with Alex Wenberg or learn a little bit more about the Kraken, because they are going to be a, I don't know that they're going to be a, a good team all season, but they are going to be a fun team, I think. So where where can people find you and your podcast? Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, make sure you make your second listen of the day locked on Kraken, of course, after you listen to the Blue Ga- Blue Jackets show. Um, but yeah, we can be found um, at Locked on Kraken on social media. That includes Facebook, IG, and Twitter. We're obviously... Um, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So anywhere you're listening to audio podcasts, you can find us. And Locked On Kraken has also integrated over on YouTube. We're a little light on YouTube videos right now because I'm preparing to move. So I have to take down my like super cool backdrop here. This week, I'm actually taking it down. I'm a little bit heartbroken. But um, I know you can see it, Jay, but not your listeners. But um, yeah, it's very cool. Thank you. Yes, it's a dive deep, deep blue color i've got here but i have to take it down like this weekend um but anyway so that's where you can find the show and as far as me you can find me on twitter at elindsay08 that's e-l-i-n-d-s-a-y-0-8 on monday i will break down the game against the kraken and then next week we have a game against the detroit red wings so i will uh be sitting down with noah bianchi over at locked on red wings for a chat about how his team is doing and how that game is likely to go so that should be that should be fun to keep it, your eyes on the podcast feed. Uh, this has been Locked on Blue Jackets. I have been your host, Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. I'm also literally wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're on Apple, Spotify, Odyssey, Stitcher, Podbean. If you have a platform that you love, then you can find Locked on Blue Jackets there. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, Email me at lockedonbluejacket at gmail.com. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the game tonight. And uh, until Monday, make sure you stay locked on.